1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: Anyway, we're going to talk some football right now. The delirium of the FIFA World Cup has well and truly set in with four games to keep an eye on every day. Unless you're Kimpy, you've probably been asleep for half of them, which is why The Athletic have sent Adam Leventhal to Qatar. His coverage of the tournament has been outstanding, hosting a daily panel of experts on the World Cup radar. I'm not sure how he's managed to find the time before Spain plays Germany, but Adam's with us now. Morning
3: mate, how you going? Yeah, I'm very well indeed. I'm I'm right in the thick of it. I'm outside the Khalifa International Stadium where Croatia have just uh, completed that comeback victory over Canada 4-1. So I've just got a sea of people around me i've got croatian fans i've got uh, canadian fans contrasting emotions right now but um yeah i'm right in the thick of it and it's uh yes yeah, it's, it's all good fun
2: mate this this tournament i was thinking we're, we're we're heading for another wee upset canada we're out to 1-0 lead and i was thinking can yeah. it happen but obviously it didn't Mate, what have you made of the tournament so far it's pretty unpredictable at the moment
3: yeah, I mean, look. If you if you leave aside all the the, the off the field stuff and the mm. and the and the politics and concentrate on the football, um, it has had some amazing moments already. I mean, you look back and you think about um, Argentina's first game against Saudi Arabia. They were they were leading and then they lost, and that was a, a huge shock. We saw Japan then beat Germany, um, and that's obviously put Germany right under the pump this evening ahead of the game against Spain. Mm. Um, But then today has been a day of shocks as well. So Japan in their second game, they go and lose to Costa Rica, who got (laughs) absolutely pummeled by Spain 7-0 in their first game. So I don't know where the hell that one came from. And then Mm. Morocco beat Belgium. Right. Well, I thought Belgium was supposed to have a golden generation. Well, it's it's not really really (laughs) happening for them. (laughs) Are they your team in the sweep, are they? (laughs) That's my sweepstakes team. I
4: couldn't believe what I've seen.
2: Ninety, ninety-eight was when Morocco la- won their last game, and they lose them two-nil.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You- yeah. It's look. It's been a. It's been a crazy day. A crazy day already. And we'll just have to. You know, we're looking forward to, to what's going to happen with with Spain, Germany now. Because, I mean, Germany have sort of been let, let off the hook a little bit with um, mm. with that result from from Costa Rica. But they they are really really under pressure, and and they're feeling it as well.
1: While well, we're talking about the, the Spain, Spain-Germany Spain game, where do you see that one going? Obviously, as you've mentioned, it's uh, the permutations on this one are massive for, for Germany in particular, but uh, the Spanish team looking pretty good so far.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's a difficult one because I was at the Spain-Costa Rica game and... I can say it, you know, we're over in New Zealand. I'm sure people won't won't, won't hear hear, hear it too much. But they pretty much look like a pub team, to be honest, as far as I was concerned. Oh, don't Um,
2: be like But
3: then they got... (laughs) No, to be fair, they really did. They looked pretty pretty low-end from where I was sitting. But then they regrouped. They did well, to be completely fair with them. And they pulled off a great result today with... I mean, it was pretty much their first attack that they actually scored the goal with against Japan. But Japan will have been coming into that game full of confidence after beating Germany. So it's, it's a really interesting tournament because it seems as if, you know, form is sort of going out of the window or there's a little bit of a warped sort of sense of, of, of maybe some teams that you wouldn't have necessarily expected to exceed themselves. But they're going for it. And um, yeah, we're getting all sorts of random results, especially, especially today.
1: I hope you know that pub team actually broke a nations' hearts here in New Zealand. Uh, yeah. Adam. That, yeah. Uh, that Costa Rica yeah. is the ones that kept us out of going to this World Cup, mate. <laughs> oh, yes, oh
3: yeah. Of, course. Now, of all the of all the things I could have said in all of the regions, I thought I was insa- I thought I was safe. I thought you no, knew that. Yeah, look. I was like, it's been cheeky. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, look, I've had I've had about fifteen games a day for the last week. I'm losing track of my own. Bloody feet! I don't know what where I'm where I'm going anymore. So, um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, look, I mean, well, we've we've always known we've always known Costa Rica are a wonderful side, oh, and um, to... yeah, it was it was no surprise. <laughs> Proper about turn reverse oh. merit for me. I'm
2: oh, I love that. I love it, mate. Hey, just just quickly another wee little upset. I don't know if it is an upset, but what's your take on this situation? How are the fans feeling about Gareth Southgate? And England's draw against the US. And off reading he's allowed the wags to come to the hotel to maybe get around the lads. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, yeah. Look, I mean, we can't go into too much detail on that, I'm afraid. But uh, as far as the, the the action on the field, um, it's you know, look, they they, they were they were disappointing against the the States because they'd obviously been full of vim and vigor against, um, against Iran and, you know, got that really convincing victory six, two, but they just looked a bit leggy. They just looked a little bit sort of downbeat Mm. and the USA, I think they sensed that they, you know, they sniffed the blood in the water and and they went for it and they could have been two up in that first half. But then the, the sort of the post-match analysis from, from Gareth Southgate was very much like, look, come on, you've got to just sort of take it steady in a tournament. And, they they got away with that. They got away with their draw, and they can now kick into the the last game against Wales. Look, it, they need a draw, and that that should should be okay. I mean, they could, I suppose, technically they could lose and and still go through. But um, you know, it's Ooh. it's not been that. It's not they've not really carried that momentum through from that first game, and that was the disappointing thing. So we we will see, but I'm sure they'll. They'll obviously gather themselves, win five nil, and they'll go all the way. And England will win the World Cup for the first <laughs> time since 1966. That's, you know, that's, just, that,
1: that's just nailed on, isn't it? It goes without saying, Adam. <laughs> just, as
3: as just as long as they don't come up against Costa Rica, because you know they're basically, you know, they're basically like Brazil,
1: <laughs> the world's be- the world's best pub team. Uh, Costa Rica, uh, Wales, Wales coming up. You talked about England; that they are still in a very good position, obviously, but a bit of a blip, the draw, but. Will they experiment at all with the Welsh game as far as lineup goes, or is it a case of they've got to get momentum started again?
3: Yeah, I think that, that's the big question tomorrow. Um, Gareth Southgate's got his press conference ahead of the game, um, and it's you know, do, do you rest? Do you rest Harry Kane? Did he look a little bit leggy like the rest of them, or do you try and sort of get back on track? You know, can he can he get his first goal of the tournament? Because of course he didn't score against, um, against Iran, everyone else scored, but he didn't. So yeah, it's going to be, a, it's going to be an interesting one. I, I sort of sense that they would probably want to try and get back on track, but then there is an opportunity to rotate. And there's a few players that haven't got any game time, the likes of Foden, who's, you know, been tearing up mm-hmm. trees for, for Manchester City. And he's been saying, sat on the bench, just watching the game with a box of popcorn. So, you know, they need to, they need to sort of get him involved to really try and sort of Get That confidence going hopefully from an English perspective ahead of the uh, the knockout stages.
2: Yeah, we're seeing to see how that uh, performance unfolds. Just quickly on uh, the improvement from Argentina yesterday make you believe that yeah. Messi and Argentina are, are legitimate contenders now after that little blip at the start?
3: Yeah, I th- look, I, th- I think so. I mean, it. it... They're, they've obviously been a little bit hot and cold, but they have got the quality and they've got, you know, the, the greatest quality in, in world football in, in Lionel Messi. And, you know, for him to have that moment in his final World Cup, when the game was just sort of ebbing and flowing a little bit, it wasn't really sort of going their way. Mexico were being very, very stubborn. Um, But they weren't going to score. They never looked like they were going to score. And it just needed that little bit of magic. And obviously he delivered. But then the second goal, how about that one? That was almost even better than the the Messi goal from Fernandez. So that was almost, it was a nice little moment that with, you know, the the elder statesman in Messi scoring and having a great moment and celebrating in front of the fans. But then the sort of the next generation scoring a brilliant goal as well. So no, it was, it was great. The, 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 uh, the, the volume is ramping up around me at the moment. I don't know if you can yeah, hear it on yeah. my, uh, on my <laughs> yes. headphones. But it's, um, yeah, the Croatian fans are coming out. So, uh, yeah, the, the party has started out here at the uh, Khalifa International Stadium.
2: Beautiful, mate. We won't hold you too long. Just did, Is it true that Saudi Arabian players get a Rolls Royce each after that phenomenal win against Argentina? <laughs>
3: Oh, mate, I, to be honest, they probably already got one. I don't really know. I, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but look, oh, I have a, if mate. you've seen that, if you've seen it and you've read it, it must be true. But look, they're going to be yeah, rewarded yeah. for for their performances so far. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure they can they can give out a few decent bonuses after an amazing victory like that over over Argentina. But they need to get back on track, don't they? Because they lost against Poland they do. last night. So. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's sort of it's really starting to sort of flow now. As we obviously we're in the second second phase of games now, but everyone's sort of thinking right, we've got our eyes on those final games and the permutations and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's gathering pace.
2: Beautiful, mate. We won't hold you any longer. Quick score prediction for Spain v Germany, and then we'll let you go, mate.
3: Oh, it's a tough one. I. <laughs> it's a big game. I think it's. I think it. Yeah. I mean. I'm going, to go, I'm, going to, I'm going to sit on the fence and I'm going to say it's going to be 2-2 two, 2-2 two, 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 which isn't any it's not great use to, to Germany but they, that might still give them a little bit of hope for, for their final game so yeah I'm going for a 2-2 two, two draw
2: all right, thank you so much, Adam, Costa Rica's biggest fan. We appreciate your time <laughs> this morning, mate. Thank
3: you so much. Yeah, no
2: problem. What a massive! I put my
1: foot right in it, didn't
2: I? Eh? All right, okay. Take care. <laughs> thank you so much, Adam, out of the, uh, out of Qatar, talking football World Cup. He was at the Canadian uh, game. They went down against Croatia, and uh, mate. What look? Obviously, the controversy aside. These Football World Cups Yes They are an event You need to be at And be a part of Would you Have you ever been close To heading along To a Football World Cup I remember we went to South Africa in 2010 It was obviously after The Football World Cup That took place Over in South Africa Yes And it was booming That's why they built That soccer city 98,000 people Fans At that big stadium In Soweto Yeah I
1: mean it's I guess it's one of those things is You just have to get to it At some stage in your life Doesn't it it's mm. uh The World Cup. It doesn't matter who's playing. Obviously, the the grounds are full to the brim, and uh, and I guess more than any other sport, football gives you the chance of going and seeing a different result than expected. You know, like if you go and watch the group stages of the World Rugby World Cup, you know, apart from probably two matches in that in the group play of each group, you're uh, you know the results before you get into the ground. But with, with 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 the nature of the sport of soccer there's definitely a chance that you're going to go see an upset aren't you So, and as we're seeing it it's jeepers they're they've falling off the trees at the moment these upsets
2: Yeah very unpredictable B very very unpredictable Belgium going down against Morocco I couldn't believe my eyes what I was seeing but hey that is Football World Cup at the moment and another big story uh, out of the Qatar World Cup Joey if you've got your mic handy Neymar Neymar's rolled his ankle And uh, he's he's a bit questionable Doesn't look too serious But that could have a huge impact On Brazil
0: Yeah, he's out for the next two games The next two pool games mm. Who knows what's uh, going to happen after that he didn't look too. To be honest, he didn't do too much uh, in the first game. But I think that the Brazil looks stagnant, like in general. and you, you expect that, all all the teams, every team um, at this World Cup, other than Spain, has looked real stagnant to start. You know, they've, uh, they've always they've all kind of shied away. None of them have been too aggressive. So it's kind of hard to uh, to see the. Um to see who's the favourite, to be honest. But Neymar, as the tournament goes along, obviously you want someone like Neymar who's got experience, who can score on those big moments, you know, because I think, honestly, theres um, there aren't a lot of strikers in this world tournament who... Uh, I'm afraid of I mean France probably have the best lineup but in general it's it's a world cup full of aging stars so I yeah. really like Brazil's like <laughs> honestly objectively I like <laughs> uh, objectively I I I like Brazil's attack but they need they it's do free. need they do need Neymar <laughs> I didn't say I mean, objectively I love uh, objectively I love their attack they're going to win the world cup objectively <laughs> but watch out because if Neymar's not there I don't, I don't see them going, I don't see them winning it.
1: Jake, <sighs> what is it with Brazil, and this is me and my soccer knowledge going historically now, yeah. whenever there's a World Cup, their biggest name, their biggest superstar, there always seems to be a storyline, I'm thinking of Ronaldo back in the day, Rondinho, there was always an injury plaguing them for a for a, a World Cup or someone's having some off-field dramas, there's always a storyline their biggest name.
0: No, you're completely right. I don't, I mean, it, yeah, that's the problem with being with brazil in the last uh, few world cups you know i think they've used to ha- they used to have the talent to overcome that yep. to overcome mm. all those demons and all the hype but they just don't have the talent anymore and so i mean you saw in 2014 when they, when they're at home all that pressure and stuff yes. and all the talk and i remember actually you're right because i remember silver the captain had to set out the semi-finals against germany when they got pumped 7-1 so there's always something and oh. they don't have that ronaldinho or that ronaldo as good as neymar is he's not at that level so yep. Honestly. You don't reckon? No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think he's at No, he, I mean remember how Ronaldo I mean Ronaldo's top 3 yep. top 5 all time. You know not Cristiano the, the other one. Yes. Um I, what, the real one they call it. The real one. Yeah. I, I don't know I don't know what his first name is. Yeah. The real he one. He don't need another one. Yeah, he doesn't need one. Nah. The one with the great haircut. Yeah. And <laughs> teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and Ronaldinho as well. Ronaldinho yes. had the, the greatest skills in the world. I remember as a kid everyone wanted to be Ronaldinho. So I I think that um Look, Neymar is good enough to win a World Cup with the people that he has around him, um, but I think that, like Beav said, there's always something. There is always something, and Neymar, I don't think, has the has leadership qualities Ooh. to pull them through.
2: <laughs> just, oh, you're changing your tune now, aren't eh? oh, you? Know, oh, you're yeah. just getting a little bit <laughs> apprehensive now. You're starting to think, oh, beaver has got me gone here. <laughs> Maybe it's just not meant to be again.
0: Uh yeah, you're right, actually. I've kind of convincing myself out of it. I'll just give you the ten dollars now to Belgium, eh? Is he? <laughs> is he
1: you'd, enjo- you'd enjoy this, is he? Uh just while we're yeah. talking about the Ronaldo's, Ronaldinhos. Uh myself and Cux and a few others got in the booze one night at Rondinia. Did you? In Milan. Yeah. The hell is that?
2: Yep. Is that when you went over for the all Black shoot?
1: Yep. Yeah, he, can, yes. he can't speak a word of English, but um, it was good fun. <laughs> it was still good fun. Lovely guy. I could really We had a real good connection. But uh, So just, was it just
2: talking with your eyes, kind of <laughs> like?
1: <laughs> well, it was, the, it, was at, it was at the end of the season. Uh, so you can imagine, uh, you know, uh, whatever. What do, what do Brazilians speak? Spanish? Portuguese. 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 Uh, my, my Portuguese by about midnight was actually not too bad, as he? Um, so there's <laughs> some, some good connections. Let's talk to
2: one of your other sidekicks, all right? Let's talk to the one and only D-Mac. And I've got a question for Damien. I've just got a wee question for you, Damo. Damo, first to leave on Friday night. And was the only one not to show up for the 10am pack up at the venue the following day after Grin's one year party. Talk to me, Damien, what happened? Morning, lads.
4: I'll <laughs> oh, big mouth Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, i look, lads, just check me. Um, come back from London during the week, so. You know, dark home, great night, though, actually, where well, I from Beaver. Um, good good he ran so it was a fun guy and there wasn't much to clean up to be honest so I thought uh, I just uh, had a bit of admin to run but um, B's good actually so what well, admin did you have to run? Uh, I actually had a new phone in all, all honesty oh. my blow was broken so <laughs> had, had to sort that out so yeah I one B one, hits one. i um, Talk to you, mate.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, appreciate it. Yeah, you know, we really do appreciate it, Damo. Um, first of all, uh, you've obviously been l- up since six listening to Izzy and B for breakfast. How do you think it's going, the combination? Oh, it's fantastic.
4: I um, you know, was very happy to hear when you were coming on the ball with Izzy. I thought you might struggle with the early morning. But, um, yeah, I always tune into you boys and have a good listen. Early Bra gets the room, they always say, and to um, so
2: have been up in Sparrows while I to you lads talk of the dribble. Oh, D-Mac, mate, it's great to hear your voice. And uh, let, let's talk about it. How was your time up in the UK? We had Mike Brown on last week, mate, and he could have spoke highly of you enough, mate. You, you obviously planted a good picture with uh, Mike Brown up there. How was your time in the UK with the bars obviously the All Blacks 15, mate? You enjoyed it? Yeah, Brown, he was
4: an absolute lad. Um, it was it was good fun obviously. up <clears> there <throat> uh, played played with this A B fifteen against Ireland which was which was unreal and then we we shifted over to London and played against a pretty tough barbarian side actually and caught up with a
2: few mm.
4: um old mates, T K B, um Charlie side George Bridge, a <laughs> few other lads as well and um that yeah, was a bit of a tougher game, maybe the bright lights of London got 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 us a bit there, but it was fun. Um it was a great back <laughs> away. Um and then obviously, moved on to the Barbars, which is a team I've always wanted to, to play for. And that was a, a really fun week, probably the more enjoyable weeks I've had in my rugby career, but also probably the poorest preparation I've ever had as well.
1: <laughs>
2: um,
1: it was a, but it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, someone should have warned the Barbars that uh, you actually struggle after that sort of preparation. <laughs> um, just, just back to the serious stuff with New Zealand 15, obviously, new concept. You obviously being one of the more experienced boys, you think it was uh, worthwhile those a lot of the young guys getting a crack?
4: Yeah, yeah, I think so. It was, um, it was the first time they've run it, and um, probably seeing guys in that team, or they're looking to obviously jump up to the next team in the near future. So yeah, it was great. All the young lads. Uh, I wasn't the oldest, but was getting up there. I think we'd be top of that right team, but. Um, now it, it was a great group of lads, good, good coaching stuff as well, and um, that island game was really good, and then the next week against the Barbaras, obviously, when you're playing a Barbarian side, they don't have much to lose, um, and they had a pretty strong side, so, but yeah, it was, it was a great concept, we had a lot of some Warrior away, and a um, good group of lads, and you know, I managed to win the one, which was good, and then the Barbaras one was good was fun anyway, playing against that team is pretty special, um, regardless of the result.
2: Mate, oh, tell us about the Bar Bars, being a part of a pretty el- elusive club, exclusive club, I must say. Um, you know, you get to opportunity now to go to Eden Park, where, where Beaver can go. You can go to the Bar Bars lounge there. So you're a part of that big uh, uh, group that's been a part of it. Mate, what was it like? Did you Was it was it what they, people talk about? You know, so much fun. You know, you're out there enjoying the time. And I can, well, I can explain because I've seen you on a hangover. You're no good. So... <laughs> like, talk us through being a part of that exclusive club.
4: Um, yeah, it was it lived up to its expectation. I'll tell you that. Um, rolled in the first day, and obviously we went out for dinner, and boys were pretty fizzed up, and so yeah, we had a night out on Monday, walked through Tuesday, like literally just Mickey Mouse out, so you just turn up. You know, oh, here's a few moves, run through these. Um, played a bit of half and touch, which rather calls Touch. Um, so did a bit of that. Um, and then literally went back, recovered for the afternoon, and then went out for dinner again and, and did the same thing. Um, so come Thursday night to play the Harlequins team, she was tough mentally to get up. Um, but we started well. We were up 28, 25 at half time, and then I think it ended up being seventy two twenty eight. 28. So the boys fell off the cliff a little bit. Um <laughs> And then eventually we went out and celebrated afterwards, um, as you do. Um, and then the next day we obviously moved up to Bath and we had about four new guys come in. And obviously when you come up the bar, there's your expectations and you know we have a few good nights. And honestly, the boys gave them nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> literally run their race. So um, the next time we had a couple of beers was Sunday night. And, but yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was honestly just <clears throat> a real good time, I guess. You know, and, and when you're playing back home, so it's you're always pretty serious. But there, it's just there's no expectations. You go and there, fun, play with a group of lads. A lot of them hadn't played for a while. Actually, so they played for Worcester and and uh, the Wasps, who unfortunately have gone under. Um, so that was pretty brutal for those lads. They were just keen as to get out and play some footy. And then to win that last game against Bath, I've never seen a group of lads so happy. Um, the sheds after the game, the boys were going there. So it was a great experience. And <laughs> Loved, loved, loved every bit of the day But obviously I was pretty,
1: pretty keen to get home afterwards She was a big old wee You've probably now got as many wins as I got In the year and a half at the uh, Bath home ground Actually Damo, so congratulations <laughs> on that um, yeah, yeah, I you were the best <laughs> next to your life <laughs> right, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, hope, I, I hope you didn't mention my name when you were out there I think there's, some, there's an owner there Still trying to hunt me down for some money off me I think oh no there was a wee little ghost I saw floating through town It looked like you actually what I was going to say Tamo is obviously your year started in Tokyo uh, then you played a full N P C now you've been on this tour you've played you've ended up probably playing a truckload of footy even though you had a what you'd, some would call a little sabbatical or a little breaking your contract up in Japan? What, is, uh, what does it look like now for you uh, off season? Obviously, you've spent a good few days in the Grins Factory packing boxes, but you're going to get a good little break <laughs> away now, are you, mate? Well, it's
4: been too much time you give me off, but um, <laughs> I'll give you a couple of days. <coughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, I got to just put the feet up for a bit, and we've got to a bit of a golf trip this week, which I'm pretty excited about. Ooh, um, getting offshore, which will be fun. Um, and then, yeah, Hawaii, is it? Down. Nah, not quite um, Over to Sydney so, um, Oh, that's right, that's right, head, head, head So yeah, looking look forward to that And then yeah, I'll pretty much just head, head south Catch up with family and just have a nice break And enjoy the summer It's my first summer I've had in a while So I'm looking forward to a bit of nice weather The Tron's not offering that at the moment But, uh, but yeah, looking forward to a nice break And catching
2: up with some family and friends yeah, mate, you thoroughly deserve it, mate. How, quickly, how's the golf game? Are swinging well? <laughs> it's my first hit
4: yesterday in a while, and I raised the bat. I was the first to raise the bat yesterday <laughs> before the play was hit in park. Do
2: you um, know you did it? So,
4: yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't flat. I did. It was my first hit in a while, so... Wish
1: I was there. Uh, my Jeepers, nice. my <laughs> handicap
4: is not reflecting where I should be at, so I'll be off to the range today at some stage. Um, back nine was a little bit better, um, but there'll be... Yeah, hopefully um a couple of quiet ones will mess me up a little bit too, so um it does need okay. work on though, that right now. Alright, mate.
2: Alright, just quickly I wanna will ask you a question that many would love to know. Is there a Mrs. McKenzie?
4: There's not a Mrs. McKenzie, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: there's no Mrs. McKenzie. Okay, okay. So you're living the single life. I absolutely love it, mate. Yeah, well done. Awesome. A man like you staying single for so long, it's it's hard to fathom. Anyway, we are going to move on and we'll let you go, mate. Just quickly before we let you go, next year, what do you want to achieve, mate? Well, what, is a, what is what is what is Mac going to be working towards over summer? Enjoy your time off. Get away from rugby. But next year, you're going to rip in with the Chiefs and, and obviously a big year with the World Cup later in the year.
4: Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously have a nice break and then the big year next year. And obviously missed out last time with the World Cup due to injury. So, yeah. Um, yeah, try and have a good season with the Chiefs. Obviously we got a pretty good outfit there next year, and um, so rip into that. And you know, obviously the ultimate goal would be to make the World Cup squad. Um, so a little bit of water to guard the bridge first, day, but um, that's the ultimate goal. And yeah, it's going to be a fun year. I'm um, uh, looking forward to being back in New Zealand and and playing some Super
2: Rugby. So, um, I can't wait, mate. Yeah, beautiful, D-Mac. You're an absolute champ, mate. I thought you went oh, extremely well over in the UK. You thoroughly deserve your break. You'll come back, rip it up for the Chiefs, and injury-free, I'm predicting you to be there later in the year, mate. Appreciate your time. Have a good summer. Thanks, mate. And hopefully Mrs Appreciate McKenzie it. gives you a <laughs> present come Christmas today.
4: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Have a good morning, eh? <laughs> Thanks, mate.
2: Appreciate it. So what? It's always one of those big questions about DMAC. Like, it's pretty. He it doesn't really let much go. eh? Hey? Let, let much out information wise.
1: No, that was probably as. Um, geez, you're a good interviewer because that's as, as I guess as open <laughs> book as that young fella's usually been. Oh, we've had him on the uh, run home, and geez, we've we haven't been able to crack him like you have, is he? That was fantastic <laughs> interview. I can see why. <laughs> You are being talked about as the next Hoskins um, <laughs> You got a gift. Oh mate. Don't start me. I'm
2: giving you I'm giving you ear <laughs> so you can talk and, and speak. That's whole part, part of being a journal, a broadcaster.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I realize the concept. Um, no he's um, no, he is I think mean, he's just maturing with time. There is he, as far as uh, you know, getting more and more comfortable in the in the public and the media. And uh, you know, I think you know on the serious stuff of him, I think he is he's got to be a massive part of next year. Um, there's no, I du- think so. there's no doubt for me. He goes to the World Cup, but even I think on in a game day 23, I think his little bit of X factor. Well, not he's got more than a little bit of X. He's got a lot of X factor, but he needs to be a part of it for me. I look, yeah. I look at the, and I don't know what we, I don't know if this is even on script here, but I look at the All Blacks attack at the moment, Izzy, and it's very much just built around bashing the house down, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. yes. The, the only creativity I saw on that interview tour, and this is in a pop at them, was their kicking game. The kicking game created creativity. Apart from yeah, that, that cross. yeah. Apart from that, we were bashing the house down, and it was yeah. very much a battle of will and a battle of manpower really and, and teams that were able to match that for long periods made those games, you know, a bit of a scrap. But I I just think someone like him but I mean in saying that, I mean you've got guys with that sort of X factor, but at the moment we're looking at like a midfield crash and we're coming around the corner and then we're just gonna bash <laughs> yeah. you down. And I just I just love what a Damian McKenzie brings. I mean it's the same that a, a Bodie Barrett brings, just different, a Richie Moanga but just different. So I just think on a game day 23 has a little bit of magic if if how they're going to play this end of year tour is is what they're going to produce next year for the World Cup I think in the back end of these games where we've seen you know we saw the Wales-Aussie game we saw the England-New Zealand game that's where they're getting one aren't they? these big test matches at the moment in that last 10 or 15 minutes so yeah totally Mm.
2: Yeah, totally, mate. Like I understand where you're going there with Dima. He's an impact player, and he brings so much excitement and and a pressure fresh air off that bench. And on the attack, yeah, it is pretty one sided. Like there's there's no real innovation. We play a lot off nine, and then we play you know a reasonable amount off ten, and we we just hit those pods and go at the back. So I'd love to see some innovation there. And you're a really you know astute mind with the innovation around that style of play. So. For some innovator what, what what are some of some involvements that potentially you'd love to see the All Blacks do? What are some, like, they play, you know, a lot off the pod system? Yeah. Get rid of the pods as a whole or do well, I think, you, I,
3: you I fix think you,
1: it up? Well, I I think you can definitely have it. I think, first of all, I'd, I'd want them to have more of a crack on first phase. Gee, yeah. I, I feel that first phase stuff at the moment's very... Special play. Special play. Off line outs. Off line outs. Scrums. Line out OT ball. And if you're going to have a line out of Whitelock, Retellick and um it, then you're going to win your line out, and you can dictate where you win it from. So have some cracks there, you know, just off the first phase, and then.
2: But how do you get it off? A, a Ford pack that's been coached by Jase Ryan to ball and maul and maul. You know how hard it is to get it off then
1: when they're hungry for a maul. You, you, you've got to have a, you've got to have the balance. We can't we can't maul everywhere. And the fact the fact is that you're mauling well. Then opens up stuff, doesn't it? Yes, it opens brings up. Them in. It opens up. It brings them in. They have to. De- they have to defend tight the forwards. They can't be looking to get breakaways off off the back of the lineouts. And therefore, you can do some quick dummy set mauls and you pull pull out, and then you can get those <clears> guys striking. But from what I saw on the interview tour, I just would love to see a bit more of that. and then I think as you can, you can have you can get away from, like I know the pods and all that sort of stuff great to fall back into when it's not really working for you. It's yeah, great to have a yeah. fallback as a 9 and10 we've got my structure, got my structure. but I really think there's there's scope to have more of a lack at times just in general. I mean it's almost going back to the old days of sequencing, you know we're like, right let's mm-hmm. have a lick here, doesn't work there, right we're going to sit and go again in those first two or three phases having a real crack instead of just at the moment rolling around the corner waiting for a scott barrett to take that first carry off that midfield rack or or what have you you know i just I you look at Ireland, you mm. look at island's uh,
2: back attack you know how johnny sexton will hit that second defend, uh second attacker then yes. he'll roll around the back that third attacker goes short and then he's out the back like that's some variation yes. on attack when when this structure's not getting them any any gains just give it to the backs to have a wee look like like you're saying well, and,
1: and have we crack. The Irish one's a fascinating one because I mean, and I know we're diving into a bit of technical stuff here, but like seeing Johnny Sexton run a little circle ball, which is where he has a little forward inside him, yeah. and then he pops up out on his outside shoulder and, and him going through holes, which is just it's outside of the norm these days where teams have three guys set off nine and then three guys off ten, just having that little bit of that little bit of mix. And and the funny thing is funny thing is about that is is obviously they've got everyone's got these threes and threes parked up in pods. But that's what you actually yeah. d- practice defending too. So when you, when suddenly yeah. you're actually very good defending it because you're always going against mm-hmm. each other in training. Where suddenly if you've got something different, jeepers. it's um, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> the defense doesn't know what they, what's coming at them. You're a wizard, Daggy.
2: <laughs> Ooh. was it? Was it Hermione? <laughs> or was it <that> Hagrid? Hagrid. <laughs> Cheers, Hagrid. Hagrid Joe. Hey, this time for my Wizard of the Week. But this time I'm going to go Wizard of the Year, really. This is one of those situations right now. Look, it's hard to go past my good friend, Lydia Ko. It's been a week since she won her latest event, winning the CME $2 million event. She won three times this year. She had a top 14, te- uh, she had 14 top 10 finishes. She's the current world number two, and she had a, a really, really consistent year. I'm going to write off a few stats uh, about Lyd's beef. Lydia's scoring average this year, 68.98. 68 beef, every time she donned that golf course, she was shooting around 68. 72% G. Green and regulations. So seventy two percent of the time she was in the green in regulation. Hit for show, putt for dough, ain't the case for lids. Putting average of one point seven two. That is twenty-eight putts per round. Well wow. we. Oui. Rounds under par, sixty-five. Sixty-five rounds under par, ranked number one in the world. Round uh, rounds in the sixties, forty-nine ranked number one in the world, prize money uh, $4.364 US and also a stat that I seen while watching her round last time, 78 bogey free rounds, I think it was about 15 more than the last competitor, 78 bogey free rounds. Now, I know this has been thrown around a lot, but that's a fair question. Our question of the day. If the Halbergs were announced the Supreme Award winner, for me, it would have to go to Lydia Co. She has had a phenomenal year and very, very consistent beef.
1: I'm with you. I really think oh, I'm with you on this one. I know oh, I should probably be mm. controversial here and take a different seat with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, oh, for me, it's the stage. That, she, that she's competing on. like I know we're watching the the World Games, World Cup at the moment uh, in, in football, but as far as individual sport and people out there trying to have a crack at it, golf, jeez, I think mean, it probably sits on another level again as far as yeah. how competitive it is to get to where she has got to. I mean, you talk of you know, top amateurs who then talk about what it's like to try and make pro and then obviously make pro and and then there's all sorts of levels of making pro, isn't there is? And uh, what she has done, she sits at the top of the golfing world, quite phenomenal.
2: 25 years of age there, Beav, and she's done so much already and she's still so young. And she's been through so many changes in her life. She's just left her... Uh, her her swing coach, Sean Foley, uh, she's on a lookout. She's going to get married in about three weeks' time. So life's changing for Lydia, but she's still been so consistent. And from where she's been to come back to now, just speaks volume of her mental aptitude. at the moment. She is huge. We're going to shoot off, we'll come back, and we'll get some football highlights from Joe, and we'll get some more reaction to Lydia Ko, because I think she is a name that needs to be spoken about.